0: Bottom mic. Bottom mic. Mike's, It's 2020, officially. Not a month ago.
1: Mike. 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 But no more lists. Thank God. Oscar
0: reaction and the end of our film league.
1: 2020 might be okay. Wow.
0: Man, it feels good to be a parasite. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to We Bought a Mike. God damn, today was today was just a little brighter. You <laughs> yeah, know? It was. Today was just I woke up today, the sun was shining through the window, and
1: I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe it's not the end. So you know how I knew that uh, it was a good day for you specifically, Ernest? Is I, I did, went into work late today, and I first thing I did whenever I woke up was I got on Twitter. And normally it's uh, some tweets from you about how the world is burning right. and how Democracy Trump is going failing. to win again. And today you're like, movies are good. Yeah. Your tweet movies day? are great. Movies are great. Mm. And you know what the Oscars taught me this year?
0: Movies are not about movies. It's about m- Movies, it's about music. Movies Songs. is all about is about music. <laughs> um and in spirit of that, we're gonna have fourteen musical performances throughout this episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, was, that was the first one theme song.
1: Don't spoil that we will have Mariah Carey doing a uh, backlash song to Eminem performing last night at the Academy Awards Whoa. live on We Bought a Mike. It's gonna be epic. you got me feeling emotions. She's warming up right now. Mm. Um, Welcome to We Whistle Bought a Mike a Pop Culture Podcast,
0: where every week we talk. Film, TV, cinema, pop culture, and not lists. <laughs> well, technically, one more list. It's a loose list. It's a list of you know, that other people made. Yeah. <laughs> a list that uh, society made. The Oscar oh, winners. Oh, that list. Yeah,
1: that is a list. We well, do yeah. live in a society. After all. I am Ernest. I am Bong Hive Hunter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Skimble Shanks.
1: God damn it. I um, thought that was over. Well, you, were, we you were snubbed.
0: Yeah, I it, got. you were the front runner. Well, not only that, but James Corden and Rebel Wilson had the audacity to talk shit about the movie that I starred in. That was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen in my life. You know, in retrospect, there's the base feeling when you see the cats coming out and you know that it's them too. And you're like, hell fucking no. That was a very good moment. Like, that was very funny that they made a joke about how much their movie sucks shit in front of the Oscars. It ended up being one of the best moments of the whole night because the show itself was kind of dull compared or, or, you know, besides Parasite, like, fucking sweeping in the end. Before that, it was like, this is fairly predictable. And it is nice to see Brad Pitt and Laura Dern get their Oscars because we love them. Yeah. But... Uh, will will. Farrell replaced um Kristen Wiig with Julie Louis Dreyfus and Kristen yeah. Wiig replaced Will Farrell with Maya Rudolph yeah. and they both did a thing especially Will involving how he doesn't know about the awards which is the every year occurrence and it's always good. Also the the Chris Rock Steve Martin bit that was pretty flat in my opinion. Yes, but yeah, the Chris I- Rock Rocky commercial oh. was <laughs> iconic.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I will say I it's unfortunate because uh, the ratings hit an all-time low last night for the Oscars. which It's, it's was... almost as if no one watches TV. Well,
0: well no, it's okay. because they didn't nominate Cats. Well, The masses so, are
1: crying. Mm-hmm.
0: I It will sounds say, horrifying, just like the movie.
1: <laughs> the I think that the Oscars actually did good this year, which I know is like a straight... I think that for the most part, I think that they did a good job. Better than they have in many many years just kind of all across the board even the ones that were more on the locky side like guys laura dern won a fucking oscar i was wearing yeah. my twin peaks the return shirt yesterday in honor of her and shout out to david lynch who did win honorary oscar this year not on the telecast not on the telecast what a goddamn shame um but overall i think the winners were good the telecast itself was like pretty bad though that was one of the worst telecasts that the Oscars absolutely have had it was many years uh, they have a no host problem. Yeah. God, just call up the Rock. I don't know what or we're doing right now. Or just have Steve right Martin
0: now. and Chris Rock host. Or just
1: do that. Like, there's so many more alternatives than having bringing out somebody to announce that somebody else will announce the winner. Yeah, you don't want to see that. When we have Beanie Feldstein announcing that Mindy Kaling will announce the winner for animated shorts, Un- that's a problem. Really weird. It, it's. I mean, the or whole George Takai up in up in the rafters. Just the, the entirety of this, George Takai. George, George isn't he dead
0: not no. George Takei. he's That's, not dead but it's also not who you're thinking of no I'm of. thinking of uh, oh. what's his
1: name the dude from 1917 oh okay. I, George oh, I'm, s- I'm sorry George Takei. you are very George alive 19- George <laughs> <laughs> George something its name is forgettable I you know it's, it's, it's George the uh, 1917 just vamp, Wait, vamp you for that, me for that young british man was George. <laughs> not george to guy no george Mac- george mckay okay mm-hmm. they have very similar names it's that's george why Takei. i yeah. also i always think that in my head and they are very different mm-hmm. from each other oh my <laughs> did he play a really um, racist villain in 1917 yeah of course <laughs> he played a german yeah <laughs> 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 no i think that um it's it was weird. The opening number was I love Janelle Monet. I wish Janelle Monet nothing but the best. I think that she's an incredible actress and an incredible musician. I don't know what the hell happened in that in that opening number. Drew, did you get a chance to go back and watch that? I had a chance to. I didn't do it. Okay. Well, that was you didn't miss anything. It was very confusing. Things of like trying to like put the Oscars nose in it that they didn't nominate certain yeah. things that they snub stuff. Us, so you Midsommar. have so you have us Mitsumar dancing along with a bunch of dancing jokers. Hell yes. Which is okay. I'm going to check it I out. do Shorts. live in a society. <laughs> so a
0: for a second, I had forgotten. Right <laughs> now. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> and then Joaquin's speech happened. That was, that was wild. I felt like I was on drugs mm. Good
1: drugs. Walkie, he really is one of those guys that every time he starts talking, you have no idea where the sentence could go. It's like the most exciting thing in the world is t- turning him on and just seeing what happens. I like me and Drew have talked about that before with like football players. That like somebody like Jameis Winston is the most exciting player in football just because you literally anything could happen. He could just run right. backwards fifty yards. Let me. Yeah, let, and
0: also like Nick Cage in movies. Yeah, like, let <laughs> me defend him for a second here because he in the moment when we were watching it you know eight whiskey sours in and hunter's case it was it sounded like absolute no it was very profound but i haven't pulled up here the transcript of what he said here's a a snippet i'm not going to read the whole thing i think what do you get when you cross one (laughs) twisted fuck with a mental illness what do you with a society
1: that doesn't give a fuck about him! What do you get when you cross a... You get what you deserve. A railway cat with a jellical <laughs> ball.
0: Yeah, so... it was No, it was a good speech. Okay, and let even me, in the moment, especially the end of it was very powerful. Let me read this. I think that we've become very disconnected from the natural world. And many of us, what we're guilty of is an egocentric worldview. The belief that we're the center of the universe... We go into the natural world and we plunder it for its resources. We feel entitled, uh, this is where it starts to go off the rails, to artificially inseminate a cow. And when she gives birth, we steal her baby, even though her cries of anguish are unmistakable. So there is a message here about veganism and animal rights. But the guy didn't really... Voice it in a coherent way. He would oh, just not in a confident way. Right. Yeah. But then, but uh, it's le- it's legit shit. Yeah. Like, go and, back and read it. And wrapping it with the quote by River was very emotional. Oh my like, god! Like it really actually I, was a. I yeah. got choked up. Yeah, I got your throat tickly. No, I mean his throat was tickly. It was
1: never. It's never been a problem of what Joaquin is saying. It's all about how he's saying it because. Like, look at him compared to Brad Pitt, for example. Brad Pitt has, in a similar position, he's walked through and won every award this season. But what he does is every award is, like, different. It's all focused on a different thing. Where, like, maybe he'll make, like, a Trump jab or something in there. But I think last night it was just all giving a shout-out to Quentin and the stunt and just stunt people everywhere and stuff like that. We but need a stunt everyone, Oscar. Yeah, every one of his speeches has been... Like, he gave a speech earlier in the award season about, like, environmental stuff and, like, environmental issues and about Australia being on fire. Mm-hmm. All of his are very concise, and, like, the problem with Joaquin is that he want, he's treating every uh speech like it is his last speech that he will ever give. So he's getting out every idea that he has, just wearing it all on his and sleeves at the same time. And he's a genius. And he is really, like... But it just comes across as a rambling mess whenever he's yeah. up there. I
0: do... He's still... I'm so happy that that he king. is... Yeah, that he's recognized because he's
1: a fucking talent. And we like the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> so who had a bet that Ford versus Ferrari and Joker would win the same number of Oscars after being so, Joker was nominated for, for 11 awards? For a minute
0: there, when ford bf had uh two oscars i was like is this is this the night
1: <laughs> what if ford versus For ferrari ford versus- won best picture that would be a very different yeah. after show that we were having yeah. but <laughs> i'm
0: so glad we're not in that world yeah. so be- let's let's run through what we got what were you gonna say before we get to parasite fucking eminem everyone's this just is, this is important parasite is so such a huge deal that it swept. Everyone forgets that fucking Eminem just. He did lose his. Remember,
1: yeah, remember when we were watching that, like, while it was happening? I was like, oh, yeah, like, I remember, of course, Eminem won the Oscar back, like, what was it, like 18 years ago or so? Yeah. And then suddenly. It, the stage opens what, up. Also, what the fuck was that montage? Because it was leading up for original song, but like yeah. the vast majority of those were not songs <laughs> it was made for the film songs. it was just song <laughs> drops in movies so there's just like them in wayne's world listening to bohemian rhapsody they don't know what
0: they're the the oscars needs a feige to say no to the yeah. right things they need someone who is has one vision because there are tw- so many different ideas for what the oscars should be um One thing I did like is they clearly Tom Hanks is now becoming like the spokesperson for acting. (laughs) He or like, he's like the ambassador of movies, you know, uh, that's lovely. Like he announced the museum coming when he won that other award earlier in award season. He did that whole speech about just the craft of acting and how it's work. And, uh, it was great. It was an amazing speech because he's great and everyone loves him. Uh, maybe he should just be in charge of the Oscars.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I will say it's that like despite, the movies are that, great despite that many uh, that many song performances and everything that we have, which somebody said there was like 12 performances in total or like at least montages of songs because they also did the montage of scores, which was cool even if it was like weird smash cuts between that the really scores. That was really well done. It was really well done. That was more well done than the actual montage uh, that they did between songs. That was yeah. like... I will always love you to lose yourself to Bohemian Rhapsody, and you're like, I don't know what's happening. Oh yes. But despite having that many numbers, this was still like the shortest Oscars in a while. Like, remember a couple years ago, the Oscars were three hours and 53 minutes. This year, they were three hours and 20, and three you know hours what? and 35.
0: Could have been shorter. Yeah. they were they
1: were speeding through
0: the categories and then it felt like it kind of slowed down a little mm-hmm. bit and even once we got to best picture and the parasite team was accepting it they were like about to shut it they down they tried
1: to turn it down and then they like people started just yeah they were like cheering going we got more time
0: that, that was, was really that was great. just really just it's bizarre like these award shows they don't know what they're doing they they fail um we don't watch it for the show we watch it for the awards yeah um and i'd much rather just like get a text message about all the awards well <laughs> just send I, send me i i feel that because all of the in between stuff is usually bad it's shit but i just want to i just want to say like we put a lot of uh kind of stock in this shit we did a whole film leak we had people over shout out to harry adam nate friends of the pod we do a whole night of it i made snacks had a whole spread
1: board with uh,
0: vegan meat and uh you know when parasite wins international feature it's very moving it's very uh touching you know you feel that moment of recognition and you think that's it so it's like oh we're having fun You know, we're doing our ballots. You get a little win here. You get a little win there. You have some good speeches. And most of the time, we're just kind of like chatting, talking shit, making jokes. And then Parasite wins original screenplay. And we're like, oh. Oh what's What's going on And then best director And then that was the fucking
1: one. director That was the one Where I had to hold back. I had to stop myself From getting up. I was jumping Up and down I think that I got more That I mean Bong's best director speech Was easily the best moment I'd Oh made. yeah When he wins that Because he clearly Did not think That he was going To go back up there He gives the whole He quotes Marty Oh and then marty just gets like martin score says he gets a standing ovation in the theater and then also like gives a shout out to quentin for always being a fan of his movies going way back to the south Korea days and then just like an acknowledgement of todd phillips also makes movies sam mendes this Mm. is what the oscars is all about man moments like that and And that's why i think the oscars should be longer i have no problem with the length of the oscars it's one night a year what you can't reserve yeah, four but hours we gotta one go night to, we a year. We got to go to work. The well, next I don't day.
0: care. No, but it's... well, the, the question then becomes what do you replace? Because there's two hours of bad in the Oscars. Give me
1: more. Mon- I love the montages. <laughs> That's my take. No, I've, I've always been on that. Like, I like montages. Fucking Movies are good. Why? It's one night a year. Do you, do you just get like look it. up
0: movie montage ever? No, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, why would you? you why don't would you do that? You don't that? have
1: to look it up because you get that one night a year where you... you get to just be like, man, remember Sound of Music? I rem- remember Gone with Sometimes the Sometimes I'll
0: like you know have a thought. Remember that the Third Man. Re- it sort of reminds me of that where I think, "Hey, <laughs> I remember movies." <laughs> you know, just in life, I don't need that. We we I'm sold on movies. I'm watching the Oscars like they suck. I'm watching them because I love movies. You know, and and to see a movie like Parasite grab that moment is why I'm still invested in this shit because there is this certain weight to it. You know, when you have this little movie that just catches fire and just takes the whole fucking yeah, award season by storm. It's rare.
1: It's it's invigorating as hell. Another thing that, like, really started to kind of give me a good feeling about it was every time that Parasite won for, like, anything, yeah. like, it never got more loud than whenever Parasite yeah, won. Yeah, the like, crowd went nuts. Everybody in the crowd, whenever they win, like, just whatever what was the first award that it was they won? international it was... feature and bong told the cast to stand up yeah that was amazing i mean like every time that they did win something it was like oh okay like this is a big deal all right yeah. like we're it was building you could feel it the... had real momentum yeah. to it throughout the night which was really cool to see that that it wasn't just a surprise i heard um they were talking a little bit about it on the big picture podcast about how like Moonlight was a similar kind of a shock whenever it happened, but there was so much confusion around whenever it actually did yeah, happen it was, because it the was La La Land show. and everything that you couldn't really take yeah. it in in the moment. This you had it Jane Fonda. It also didn't have it didn't have the momentum that that Parasite had throughout the night. Damien Chazelle still won Best Director yeah.
0: right before that. Jane Fonda presenting Best Picture, reading the envelope and saying Parasite in the. Absolute perfect. Yeah.
1: She read it, she paused and had like a little chuckle, and then it was just, you could tell it, she was just so happy. It'd just be like parasite. Perfect. Do you remember
0: how she introduced the category best picture? Because at that moment is when I was like, Parasite, like because we had established beforehand that they were writing these things and like lining up who's going to introduce it based on who won, yeah. Uh, and she said the whole thing was about how a film can make an impact and change culture. And everyone knows that 1917 didn't change a thing, (laughs) it's about World War One, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, This it's it's Parasite, and also, and also, (laughs) 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 and also, you know, you have these clips of the movie's play. And seeing the little montage of Parasite, it was like, you just see it and you're like, how can you not?
1: I did. This is a little bit of a sidebar. But, of course, the Oscars for uh, 95% of people that don't know, the Oscars are now being run by a different management team for the first time in, like, decades. And so there was some slight changes to the Academy. Of course, they had... a ungodly amount of musical numbers but also we didn't have the moments where every 20 minutes in the broadcast we have somebody say this is ford versus ferrari and then show like a three minute clip of ford versus ferrari that was different um and then we had for the best acting nominations instead of just doing their one oscar moment it showed a montage of their entire performance did you guys like that or it was, did you prefer the like they knew it was good moments. but
0: i feel like it could have been shorter, like the the montages could have been trimmed up like to half the length that they were. I like them. It's a good change of pace, um, but it, just could have been trimmed up. I still, uh, I never remember that Spotlight won until, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, wow, what a year, huh?
1: Strange. Yeah. Um. um
0: I mean, it beat Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, Mad yeah. Max:
1: Room, and what was the other Creed. Big one? Twenty fifteen. Um, yeah. Creed: Revenant. Revenant that's what Revenant a lot of people
0: Um, Anyway though we got to get into who won Yeah well I mean Parasite Got four
1: Parasite biggest Winner of the (sighs) night
0: It's a huge deal like holy shit I think this might set I hope it's not an outlier I hope that this sets a precedent. Well, for what this decade is going to be, the press the precedent is going to be more of a. It's like a continuation of what I said last year with Roma, which is like this might be a thing now yeah. where one sneaks in. Now, right. now the bar for that has just increased, and you could see two being nominated most years, not winning. You know, most years it's still going to be an American film that wins, um, or British, <laughs> if you want to get real crazy yeah. with it. Uh, English language. But progress is progress and it's incremental. And uh, this is fucking huge. And more than anything, this is a big win for good movies because the best movie won. Yeah. Yeah. There was another... There that's, was another a, yeah. that's a massive deal. Another
1: yeah. great moment uh, from Bong's many amazing moments of the night uh, where whenever he like kind of shouted out that it's no longer best foreign language film, it's now best international film. He said like that this can be so much more inclusive for other countries because there's filmmakers all around the world that are working just as hard as anyone in Hollywood... He spoke about that before in interviews too right. About how like it really is important To not just say foreign film To say international film that, yep. That's the thing um, Man I carry Bong's energy with me For my entire life When he goes up there and he God says I dude. will now I will drink till yeah. tomorrow <laughs> And he's like genuinely
0: like amazed And surprised The, the gif oh of him God. just
1: looking down Just so happy at his Oscar Is Fuck one yes. of the most wholesome things I will I, ever see in my life it. Um, Who else won babe? Judy Judy won the one, um, which we all saw. Hey, I will say I saw Judy um, and I was saying this during the uh, performance that if we're going by not who gave the best performance of the year, but who gave the like using like a sports terminology, like wins above replacement. If Judy, if you replace uh, her character with a replacement level actress, it's an unwatchable movie and she manages to get it up to like a six. So, for that, I guess... Well, I don't know about her. that
0: logic, because if you remove Jeremy Renner from Arctic Dogs, then that's unwatchable, but mm-hmm. did he
1: get nominated? Is,
0: is he the sole reason it's a 10?
1: Well, because... No, but that's not a consistent argument, because I think that even if you don't put somebody great like Joaquin and Joker, I still... It's, like, not a good movie, even with Joaquin, and it's... would be even worse without Joaquin. So, I don't know, but... Well, you I think Renée Zellweger is amazing, Uh Bombshell won for makeup and hairstyling. Yeah, that
0: was going to happen. Fucking Megyn Kelly was there in the front row. Yes. Kill me. The most important thing a white woman can do is be a moderate. (laughs) That is a
1: fact. I did see Bombshell also over this week. I I had a really weird, like, triple feature of Judy, American Factory, and Bombshell before the Oscars that I wouldn't recommend to anyone.
0: One of the worst, uh, most Hollywood, like, liberal style moments in the whole thing. Was in in the beginning of Jane Fonda's little spiel, she said, "There is nothing as important that you can do as raising awareness." Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that, that what they're doing by picking Parasite? They're well, raising exact, awareness. Yeah, because they're all aware that they have too much money. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're are not, they going to do anything about it? Yeah, no. The most important thing aware. is to take action, you fucks. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ! Yeah, that that's many anyway. Uh, being Buddha, there.
0: Buddha Judge Twenty Twenty. <laughs> yes, yeah, really.
1: <laughs> Hey, uh, Once Upon a Time got two. Got for production design. Even yeah. though that should have gone to Parasite, but no, production I design is the, really good. At Once Love a time. the production design. Also, um,
0: we should say uh, I did really bad on my ballot. Mm. I, I went out on too many limbs. Yeah, you got one of your biggest limb was right, but everything Parasite, else was yeah. was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Adam got it. So a- out yeah, Adam beat me and Hunter by one point. Um,
1: Yeah, which was – that was the worst part in the night is because there were so many locks around the board that we realized like an hour out from the end of the Oscars that we're like, wait, we have the same last nine movies, so I cannot catch you at any point. Uh,
0: Toy Story 4, very well-deserved. Absolutely.
1: Um, Jojo Rabbit only got one Oscar, which I
0: really – More than The Irishman.
1: Yeah, so we should talk about that, that Marty's like – final film that he well maybe it's not his final film but like what's supposed to be the culmination of his career and he just got nothing well that's why
0: that moment with bong was so great yes Yes. because that was everyone being like all right no one is going to mention marty here like
1: we gotta (laughs) you know (laughs) he's out there like staring at fucking eminem which by the way shout out to our kings joe pesci and anthony hopkins who just didn't even bother to show up Mm, they were just like we're good we'll just stay at home uh, Deakins,
0: yeah. Raise a glass for Deakins. Absolute to two Oscars. Flex two under the belt. You got it. You got to see 1917. We should talk about it on the show. It's it's, it's worth seeing. It's like how um, you go through his his Oscar arc. It's like how you go through like your first. You know years up to your teens never having had sex yeah. and then you have it like twice in that first day <laughs> you know you just have sex again because you obviously so, have a girlfriend or so girlfriend. now now deacons is gonna win an oscar like every three months yeah they're just gonna well, keep mailing it to him and also if we're going uh on like a i guess exponential but like downward scale uh his next movie will have no shots <laughs> That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> the camera's gonna be like upside down on the ground the whole time. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm very excited for that. I think any other big ones I think that might be Kind yeah,
1: of it I do think I think that the Oscars women. Actually did do pretty good Little women only uh, got costume. One for costume yeah. Which uh, s- Sexist we, but
0: also deserved
1: Yeah no we <laughs> said At the time I was like I think little women Will win Because the Oscars Are so fucking Backwards yeah. That they'll think like Oh here's one for the girls They had good costumes yeah, Here's well, one for the and ladies And speaking
0: of a classic uh, Oscars uh, Prejudice move uh, No acting nominations for, for Parasite Falls into a very Classical yep. Form of racism That involves uh asians uh asian americans and asians across the world being recognized for their technical ability and not their emotional ability even though that movie could have had four different
1: acting nominations in each one in each category well i mean that's It, it deserved it it isn't on the biggest night in hollywood but i it did that's why it was so big for it that it won the best ensemble at the right. SAG awards a couple weeks ago which would
0: be a great award for the Oscars to have. Also we yep. we should mention uh Joker for best score another one great that's score. well deserved um i mean not a lot of uh women win best score i think she is the first yeah so zero yeah <laughs> i mean just it's a huge deal that uh subsect of film along with film as a whole but that especially is just dominated by men like yeah. you, uh, women hardly even get jobs did, making
1: scores i mean we're kind of uh teetering in on the uh oscar game here but did you guys know that that um Randy Newman has never won a Best Original Score. Huh. Oh wow! It's always he's song. won multiple songs, but he's mm. never won for Best Original Score. And Thomas Newman has never won anything, wow. which is I love uh,
0: Randy's performance of the Forky Randy song great, with actually. the Toy Story. Cartoon. I won't let you throw yourself away. The cartoon clouds. That's not even the right tune of the song. I, I could listen to you do that all day, though. I love that impression. Does
1: the shining? <laughs>
0: All right, let's get into this little trivia game you guys have. Um, uh, well, you, uh, you go ahead first, Hunter, because me and Hunter independently came up with uh, fun little trivia.
1: I only, I only have a couple of them, but um, I'll, I'll start with this one since we are talking about score. Um, the, the winner for the most nominees ever in score is John Williams. Of course. How many Oscar nominations does John Williams have? I think we said this last week. Wasn't it like 40? Higher.
0: Wow. 45? 52. Oh, fuck. wow.
1: He has 52 nominations. The second most of all time. You uh, make a guess on who has the most Oscar nominations ever. I'll give you a and hint. For it's any, a pr- any category. It, any it's category. also John Williams. No, the most nominations of any. It, it is a producer. Probably the most iconic producer of all time. Um, Actually, not probably. Most definitely the most iconic producer of all time. Producer Harvey Weinstein? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he does have problematic issues of his own, but uh, not Harvey Weinstein. Uh, is it Scott Rudin? I'll give you a hint. It has something to do with the city that we are in right now, recording this um, Orlando Brown? Orlando <laughs> Bloom? <laughs> it's Orlando Bloom. You got it. You spit on the mouth. Um, <laughs> Walt Disney. Oh okay. Walt Disney, yeah, 22 Oscars and 59 nominations I think Jesus. of him primarily as an anti-Semite <laughs> Yeah, see, well that was the thing They said, well, it's not Weinstein But he is not the best guy um, <laughs> Parasite won the big three Last night, of course only, Script, director, picture Yeah, only three movies in history have won the big five mm-hmm. Do you guys know what those are? Silence of the Lambs Yep The F- Godfather Nope Three movies in history Three say? movies in history
0: uh, gone, gone with the wind. Nope one flew over the cuckoo's nest one
1: flew over the cuckoo's nest deservedly this oh. one You probably won't get it's a 1930 movie 1930s Casablanca. No, um, it's the Frank Kapka's it happened one night mm, okay. Um,
0: so. that that actually is
1: similar. So I got two out of Do three. you have uh, any more questions I will um, and then I have one more. I don't know if you guys it's a more recent one um because I'm going to tell my grandkids that Joaquin actually won for his performance in The Master in 2013, Twisted, and not in Joker. Unhinged. Um, he lost in 2013 to which actor for Best Actor? 2013. So he was nominated for The Master? Yep, he was nominated for The Master. I'll give you some hints on the other nominees. The other nominees include Denzel Washington in Flight, Hugh Jackman in Les Miserables, and Bradley Cooper in Silver Linings Playbook. And then the other one is the winner. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Commonly thought of as one of the greatest actors of our generation. 2013. Of our, I'm going to feel so of dumb our not generation. Knowing this? Of, Well, of an older generation. Of just like of the last 50 years. Tom Hanks. No. no. It's, a, it's a Spielberg joint. Is it Mark Rylance? No, (laughs) no, no.
0: (laughs) Ready Player One. (laughs) No, that's a
1: that that was supporting actor. But also, I think that 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 might be the same. No, no, no. Spies was fifteen. No, Christoph Waltz won for supporting actor this year. Thirteen. What was Spielberg doing in thirteen? War Horse. No, no, it's twenty ten. It's a historical biopic though.
0: Is it's not? I mean, it's obviously not Leo. It's a historical biopic. It's Matthew like, McConaughey, and it's it's not. <laughs> no, it's twenty fourteen. It's not Tom. H- it's twenty fourteen now. No, it's twenty thirteen <laughs> now. It's not um, Tom
1: Hanks. That's that would have. Been? You want me to tell you what it is? This, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. should be really obvious, and people are Daniel Day Lewis as Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. fuck. Of yeah. course. Yeah. The, Which is are like, the one thing where <laughs> you're like, of course. God damn it. Why did he get nominated the same year that movie. Daniel Day Lewis? Great made a movie? performance. I mean, he's doing a really good uh, Lincoln impersonation. Do you guys think this is a sidebar? Do you think that the Oscars should have a best uh, impersonation category to get rid of people like? Uh, Renee Zellweger just well, being Judy Garland so winning.
0: You it, the the logic behind that it makes more sense than people might think because it's the same thing as separating original and adapted screenplay yeah best uh, original character best adapted character basically i will
1: give i will give a shout out i heard the take first from uh, roger sherman of the ringer had this idea of like best somebody playing somebody else award and i think that's an incredible award because every year there's somebody who's just playing a real person last year it was freddie mercury this year it was judy garland where they just had it the, in the bag for months
0: the problem was that I'd be scared that that would encourage even more producers to make movies that are just about real people instead of like, you know, you know what I mean? Well, it would
1: win for some of the, but then somebody who makes a character from whole cloth could yeah. also. No, I am I'm
0: interested in this idea. I would want to think on that. Um, and that actually leads into my, my little quiz I have here. um, Because I delved, uh, I did like manual research back in Oscar history. I only went back to 1970 for all of this. Um, But I wanted to bring to light just how the rarefied air that Bong Joon-ho is in right now for for this win with Parasite. So here's a fact. Since 1970, uh, just about 50 years ago, uh, and by just about, I mean 50 years ago, 26 films have won one of the screenplay categories and then Best Director and Best Picture. So they won, you know, whichever one the screenplay is. So of those, this actually really surprised me. Uh, only nine times was the director also accredited screenwriter for the film. So I want you guys to name three. So they have to be director, screenwriter, and producer? No, just director and screenwriter. And it's for a movie that won director, screenplay, okay, and so picture. It's
1: not. So that t- that takes out King's Speech and Hurt Locker, right? Because Catherine Bigelow didn't write Hurt Locker. She did not. And, Is Bert, um, Birdman
0: in Yoridu? That's correct. Okay. Birdman, yeah. Parasite does not count, obviously. It does. It is, you know,
1: one yeah. of the answers. But did it's too G- obvious.
0: Did GDT win screenplay for Shape of
1: Water? No, no. didn't. Three billboards win for screenplay. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, think, I think that it might. <laughs> so you I did get one though. Ingrid okay. was one of the yeah.
0: credited writers on Birdman. Uh, the next one, you'd have to go back seven years from Birdman. So 2007. Cohen's? No country, oh, Yes yeah, no so in no country.: Yes, yeah. and they also did produce the movie.: yeah. Oh
1: is- yeah, yeah, I guess that is. I wasn't even thinking about that because it's an adapted thing. And then there, yeah.
0: so there's one more that was in the 21st century. What's the year? I don't want to give it to you because that's just asking you what. Give year. me give me a hint for um, it's it, it, <laughs> it, this is not the only writer on this movie, um, it is an adapted screenplay but he is it after no country or before <laughs> it's before before no country between it's not crash it's not crash
1: <laughs> it's not crash, <laughs> crash screenplay it, didn't was get it, it almost off.
0: famous did that win uh no. the no. last one in the 21st century is lord of the rings the return of the king oh, oh. yeah that, that movie makes... cleaned up that yeah, movie yeah, so 11, good. 11 oscars absolutely slayed then, it gets harder because you have to go back pretty far for the others. There's one in the 70s that I think you'd be able to get, though. Uh, Is it One Annie flu? Hall, An all-time iconic 70s movie. It's not movie. An Annie Hall? That's one of them. Okay.
1: Yes. Annie Hall. Um, it's an- not one And he f- also starred. Wait. Yeah. And he probably Cucu's did Fest? a lot of other
0: really <laughs> unquestionable... He did a lot of research on the character. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's, all,
1: it's all research. It's basically Daniel Day-Lewis for directors. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> did he not write One Flew? Ever the Cuckoo's Nest? He did not. Milo's okay. Foreman? Um, no, yeah, Foreman did not write that. It wouldn't be Taxi Driver. Is it... It is Coppola? No. Oh, Godfather? is it...
0: Is it Godfather Part 2? Yes, it's Part 2. Yeah, Part yeah. 2. Um, okay. And then the other ones, I'll just tell you because I don't want to make you guess. The Last Emperor cleaned up in 87. Uh, Bernardo mm-hmm. Bo- Bertolucci. Bertolucci. Terms of Endearment, James L. Brooks. Uh, slayed yeah. it. That's, that makes sense. Um, and he, I'm sure he produced because he's an all time producer, like Mount Rushmore guy. Kramer versus Kramer. Uh, I almost guessed mm-hmm. Kramer versus Kramer. 79? Yeah, maybe you said 70s. And that's it. So we're talking rarefied air already, right? So. Number two, same, same idea, but of those same 26 films since 1970 that won all three of these categories, only eight were original screenplays. The rest were adapted, which that also surprised me because everyone's yeah. talking about, oh, IP now. No, it goes back. Yeah. Only eight of these were, uh, the other 18 were adapted. Books, so, plays. Sorry, what'd you say? Like adapted from what?
1: Adapted from anything. Yeah, I books. mean 90% of the time yeah. it's books or plays. Yeah. yeah.
0: Especially back then. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean Ant Man the Wasp. is <laughs> was adapted.
0: Um so yeah, name three of these triple crown winners that were original screenplays.
1: Well, that would be Birdman. Correct. Um, Annie Hall. Correct. Her
0: locker is original, isn't it? No. Oh wait,
1: no, no, wait. That's not because she ain't not write that cinema, so, so that's not
0: No, that's this good. is this is not uh, related to the first. Okay. Well, Hurt question. Locker is original. It is original. Okay. That yeah. is one of them. And then uh, behind Berman and Hurt Locker, you have to go back. There's not another one in the whole 21st century. They were all adapted. So wow. y- you got to go back to the 20th century. Were think- we talking 90s uh, or 80s? Uh, 190s, 280s, 270s.
1: Damn. So Kramer versus Kramer is original, isn't it? Um, hold I on I feel like it is <laughs> it has to be original I don't think it's adapted from like a book or anything it
0: was adapted actually oh really okay yep. I didn't know that that's an adaptation
1: I guess Marriage Story is better um. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Back <Bombac> got it
0: <laughs> I don't know man I'm stumped American Beauty oh oh wow.
1: man we should have known that San, the Sam Mendes previous then joint you,
0: then you go to 88 a great movie which I love Tootsie? rain man okay oh yeah. hey hoffman hoffman yeah <laughs> there you go. killer movie um and then you go to 82 with gandhi oh wow yeah okay. that's cool. that's an original and then annie hall of course uh and then you have the sting in 73 have y'all seen that no me neither <laughs> <laughs> um so question three we should maybe we should do like some segments on the pod where we go back and watch like some old movies yeah because there's a lot of blind spots. Once you start I was, getting, if that I was gonna win the thing, back, I was
1: gonna make you guys watch like the Third Man or some like great right, classic movie, or like that, Three
0: Days of the Condor. Yeah. So, or question, like
1: Twin Peaks, Fire Walk with Me. Um.
0: Question three: The answer is essentially already been answered by this. This is my point here. Since 1970, three movies have won Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Picture. And you got Parasite, you got Birdman, and you got Annie Hall. And that's it. Yeah. Wow. Go bong, dude. He deserves it. He fucking earned it. Our hero. Yeah. Uh, I also have a bonus question that's really fun. Okay. So, only three times since 1970 has a film won best director and then one of the best screenplays and then lost best picture. Three times. Name one.
1: Wait, um, did one is so one pretty scre- recently?
0: Screen a one screenplay and director. It w- yeah it won one of the screenplays and then, not, and then it one director and it lost best picture. Well, okay, um, so
1: Quaron has had that right.
0: No, Brokeback Mountain, correct. Oh, yeah. Ang Lee, okay. Job. Yes, um, it lost to Crash. Right.
1: <laughs> I thought Quaron was in... Oh no, I guess Quaron hasn't gotten it for screenplay. The other two are also in the twenty
0: first century, and they're both before. Uh, before Brokeback. Brokeback, yeah.
1: So we're talking early two thousands. Mm-hmm. No nineties. No. Oh, because
0: I was about to say Saving Private Ryan, but I guess not. Um, I don't know. I'm blanking so on So, The Pianist okay. lost oh, to Chicago. Yes.
1: Okay. Pianist, great fucking movie. Chicago won Best Picture? It, Chicago yeah. won Best Picture oh, after not winning wow. Best Director. <laughs> That's hey. It's just nuts. Hey, I like Chicago. I'll say it.
0: Uh, in 2000, <laughs> Traffic...
1: Oh, Soderbergh yeah, okay. joined. Soderbergh Soderberg 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 won best director, that and then year, Gladiator won best picture that year. Okay. Let's keep in mind Soderbergh was nominated for best director for two different movies that year for Aaron Brockovich and for Traffic in the same year. Wow, what a king! That I is mean, our king. So
0: I win the game. Right?
1: <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs>
0: I, I Bong Joon Ho wins the game. Bong Joon Ho. Ple- he wins everything. Bong yeah, is our give king. Give him everything. But yeah, this stuff all really interested me though because I don't. I mean, I haven't. You know, I'm not an Oscars historian. Uh, I'm sure Colin front of the pod is enthralled by this, but also frustrated because he knew the answer to every single.
1: I one of these. well, I kind of mad at myself. Colin knows everything oh about the Oscars. God. I used to know the best picture going back for like 20 years. Whenever I was a kid, for some goddamn reason, <laughs> and now I've just kind of lost it in my head because yeah. we watched too
0: many movies. Well, and my what, brain is one fried. of the things I always gravitate. One of the reasons why I'm like always so kind of like in the orbit of the Oscars is because when I was a kid. Watching the Oscars ha- was like how I knew what movies to watch. Yeah. I would watch the Oscars and then I would write down everything that won, and then I'd know
1: what I needed to watch. And now it's like you don't know yeah.
0: because I already know everything going into it before there. it even happens. So and for
1: that reason, I think that's one of the reasons why I do like the montages is because I used to watch it, and then whenever they'd say this is whatever movie, I would watch it, and if that little like three-minute clip intrigued me then i would want to go like yeah. seek that out and get it but which that now has we don't lost have to do it anymore, it's, but it's become yeah. a
0: vestigial appendage right. of a time when like the oscars were tastemakers and they're almost the opposite now here's another just quick little one uh name the other movies that won this triple crown but didn't have any of the other stuff i said you know name the other movies we haven't haven't mentioned out of the 26 who got best director best screenplay best picture but uh did not have A director who wrote it and did not uh they were not original there so there are fucking uh 18 of these wow um let's how many recent ones um one from this last decade only one from the 2010s the artist no no way (sighs) not adapted
1: Oh, oh, oh! It's for adapt. Okay, it's right, got to be adapted. Okay,
0: otherwise we um, would have uh, talked about it. Um, it's everyone's favorite movie. It's The King's Speech. Really, <laughs> The King's Speech, <laughs> yeah. of course. Shit. Okay, so yeah. Um, Slumdog. Okay. Uh, No Country, but we already talked about that. Did The Departed, uh, based oh, on a, based right. on a nonfiction book? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it was based on another movie. No. Yeah, it's based on an Asian movie. D- is that what they credit it to? Yeah. Oh, sure. shit. That's yeah. interesting. Uh, cause usually, you, you know, if you steal someone's movie, you just don't even, yeah. you know what I mean? Like Tarantino didn't be, <laughs> Tarantino's script for Kill Bill wasn't adapted. It probably should have been. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Forrest Gump, Schindler, Dances with Wolves, Out of Africa, Amadeus. A lot of, uh, Spielberg stuff. Uh, Ordinary People, One Flu is an adaptation. Uh, and, uh, The French Connection.
1: I don't have nice. a oh, I fucking great French movie. Connection. Um, I don't fucking have it pulled up in hacker. front of me, but I know the list of movies that have won screenplay, director, and picture, but with zero acting nominations is, like, only one or two ever. It's, I well, I, it's Parasite,
0: and then it's fucking Slumdog, because it's, it's, it, it's a <laughs> yeah. racism thing. Yeah, It's God just, damn. it's, like, as plain as you, it yeah. can be. <laughs> All right, well, we want to also wrap up today our fantasy film league. (sighs) Speaking of fucking Colin being happy and smug and knowing more than all of us. Just to catch everyone up, if you haven't been listening, we, I developed a point system to gamify award season and we're uh, we drafted teams of movies and um, we basically as all the award shows happen. Uh, earned points based on all the nominations and all the wins that all the movies racked up, and then some bonus points for box office, and then a Metacritic score score multiplier. So now that the Oscars have happened, it is all done. There's no more points. This is the final point count. And in first place, we have Colin. Goody really just mopped the floor. Seven hundred and sixty-two point six five points. Absolutely wrecked us. Yeah. What
1: are the odds that waves that they made a mistake and waves actually wins best picture though to bring me back into this? No, one. cats
0: won best picture. Oh, okay, cool. Then I won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, well, Skimble Shanks actually <laughs> skimble cat. Um, yeah. So Colin actually absolutely shattered us. His movies were. Uh, joker parasite irishman lighthouse ford vs ferrari jojo rabbit marriage story and dark waters and really the way we did it is we had like uh, movies and tiers of points and then we had a draft day where you had to pick from the movies based on a limited amount of points to spend on the draft and we learned a lot from that and going into next year i think we're going to retool a lot of those initial draft rules. But yeah. Ar- Arctic Dogs. It is funny, yeah, though. You that can't, not allowed to draft it next right. year. Right. Too powerful. Yeah. <laughs> too much heat. That's why Colin won.
1: We still, like, I'm mad at my list looking at now because there was definitely a way to come back in against Colin. Because he did still have the lighthouse and Dark Waters. Yeah. Dark Waters got zero. I I was I bet big on Ford versus Ferrari, and so did Colin. And that was so probably the biggest like well bust of everything. That is the reason why Drew snuck in
0: for second place is because it's Ford V Ferrari at the, the Oscars. The two wins it got last night. Yep. Drew got five hundred and sixty seven point two points, and I got five hundred and sixty two point five. So I'm right, like yeah, you're close. Like five points, five, behind five me. points behind. Can yeah. you sh- can you drop a link really quick I, in like the chat so yeah. I can look at all these raw numbers that Ernie is just like <laughs> slaving just, away yeah. compiling all. Well, day. I I was able to um, uh, kind of program a spreadsheet, and once it was all programmed and set up, it you, was you just automated kind of, this. Yeah, it was all like plug and go. So I set up a bunch of formulas so that if I changed the point value of one film it automatically changed oh yeah value i thought you meant that it like
1: somehow talk to box office mojo. i mean (sighs) that's the next step is figuring that out i'm i'm upset at myself looking at my list next year you know what i almost won the oscar pool i still won the oscar pool between the three of us because i voted with my brain and not with my heart and next year i'm gonna do that again this year past year i was just voting with my heart for the Oscar thing. I, like, I think I tied you, Hunter. Yeah, you guys. You guys definitely we tied. tied. Oh well, I I <laughs> won metaphorically. I um, won because I picked Parasite and I cooked for all of you. Yeah, I okay. Mm. Um, <laughs> but even still, like looking at my list, like Waves never had a chance. Pain and Glory never really had a chance. Bombshell was I thought that it had more of a chance than it actually did. Right. In a different year, if it would have came out like two years ago, I feel like it could have been like the spotlight of this year. Yeah. We're like talking about it. But so you were you were in third
0: place with five hundred and thirty four or uh, fourth. You fourth place. Third. Yeah, yeah. Um then Adam with four hundred and seventy one, then Brett with four hundred and twenty one. And then Harry, our dear friend <sighs> of the pod, Coming in in last place with 278.
1: Yo, but shout out to him having Lucy in the Sky with zero points. Uh, Sean <laughs> Sean the Sheep at zero <laughs> points. Did that movie even come out? <laughs> I don't think that movie came 21 out. 21 Bridges with zero points. So let me actually break this Yo, down. But Male- he did have Maleficent Mistress of Evil, which did get an Oscar nomination. Yeah, so,
0: yeah, so we basically the, the point allotment is... Um, Big winner in 1917. Yeah, that's what I was about to mm. say. By, if we're talking individual movies, like the way we did it was five points per nomination, then another five points per win, and then 15 points for like the major awards, like Best Picture and those things. And then uh, five points for crossing 50 mil at the box office, uh, and then an extra five points for crossing 100 mil, and then the Metacritic score multiplier. So all that being said it looks like the highest grossing film was 1917. Well, not highest, highest, or point. sorry, highest <laughs> point, <laughs> highest point yeah. film. Closely followed by Once Upon a Time in second. 230 f- or, um, no, 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 no It's no, no, like no. 191, 191 for 1917. And yeah. then Once Upon a Time is right behind it. Para- or, yeah, Parasite's in third, a close third. Then you got The Irishman. Basically, all of the Oscar nominees for yeah. Best Picture are the ben- top ten, actually. Uh, Parasite, 166, and then Joker, 120. Uh, Yeah, Marriage Story, 145. So, yeah, that that just made it so Colin had the perfect combination of those movies. And I think next season, what we'll do is we'll figure out a way to have it so one person gets the movie. Like, we'll do, like, an auction for the movie, and you can't double... like I won't be able to have Marriage Story, and also yeah. you guys. We'll all have a budget to spend. Exactly. And, and if I want to spend all my money on uh, on Dune, yeah, you'll get it. Yeah. And that'll be your big movie. Um, so it'll we'll make things in- interesting. I think maybe we can incorporate some some like We're going critics. all in on West Side Story this year. Yeah, actually, hell yeah, go for it. it it'll probably need, the do Oscars well.
1: are like we have to course correct and let's give it to a nice musical um we we could add some critics
0: awards in there because i i made a note film critic circles yeah i made a note of some films that we didn't pick that that scored a lot like um uh uncut gems did okay lighthouse got 37 points (laughs) yeah i mean we'll we'll keep we'll keep tweaking this we'll see Uh, This is the first year we've done this. Yeah, there's a way to distribute these points a little more evenly among films, because once you drop off from the ones that are over 100, like Ford v. Ferrari's in the top 10,
1: but it only has like 60 something. Right. You know, I do want to I want to correct myself earlier. I said uh, Sean the Sheep and I didn't actually say the full title. The full title is a Sean the Sheep movie, colon, farmageddon. Nice. Colon. Thunder Justice. Squad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man. Arctic the dogs. the the, meta, the metacritic score multiplier is interesting cuz like parasite has a 95% on metacritic so its point value went from 175 to 166 but then you look at joker That racked up 205 points, but then with that multiplier of 59% gets knocked down all the way to 120.
1: Well, I mean, same thing kind of happens to Jojo Rabbit because Jojo Rabbit's Metacritic is only 58%. A lot of people really hate Jojo Rabbit. We are a pro-Taika podcast here. Yeah that was that was so nice to see him win it was nice to see him win i don't i would have rather low women won right but so it looks like
0: a a beautiful day in the neighborhood was a bad move for all all those who picked it yeah wasn't good for us only Um, 24 points yeah that sunk me bombshell delivered solid returns as my second least uh point point total uh let's see what where did you fuck up hunter
1: I mean, I really—it was just—it was with waves. I <laughs> voted with my heart, and that was yeah, my mistake. Pain and Glory
0: didn't do too great either. Yeah,
1: I thought that after I really thought this was gonna be Antonio Banderas's year, but sorry, Antonio doesn't yeah. look like he'll ever get an Oscar. Um, we'll honor you in forty years with an honor. My Oscar. big,
0: my big fuck up was just Mercy. Only scored three points. Yeah. Man, that God movie! Damn, I thought that was Oof. gonna be like... that movie
1: and Dark Waters. Like there was really, and I think it might have been because this was a truncated award season. Like this Oscars happened almost a month earlier than it's happened that it happened last year, and so movies that came out later just like never really had a chance to grow, with the exception of nineteen seventeen. Nineteen seventeen was a big sensation. It came out the same weekend as Just Mercy, Clemency um dark waters dark waters i think came out a week or two before yeah. but like it was these are all top these are all movies that should have been word of mouth movies right. but they came out too late in the year that they just couldn't yeah get but then also going. when you have like once upon a time in hollywood in the mix
0: and something as massive as parasite there's just no room for those in the conversation yep. um all right before we go um let's talk about what we're excited for in 2020 so, starts
1: and ends with dune get so, it to me I
0: made a list on Letterbox of my most anticipated and Dune was my number 1 on that list. But then I saw the Tenet prologue before Birds of Prey and they showed a full scene from Tenet in full IMAX. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> I am amped for Tenet. My god, Me Christopher too. Nolan is back, baby. And they showed a full scene. Uh, I, do you guys even want me to say what the scene was, or should I just I, not? You can nah, no, I, well, I I, I'm excited for it. I, want, yeah. I don't want to know anything. It got me so ready for this movie, and I still have no idea what it's about. And I saw a full scene from it. No clue. No clue what the hell was going on, but it was so tense, so thrilling. Oh, man, I'm, I'm amped. Um, guys, A Quiet Place Part 2.
1: Yeah, really excited for that. our Our boy boy i think the the first little clip trailer of it that we got during the super bowl i really liked um i don't know i might be alone on this island here but i am so fucking excited for the invisible man movie that's coming out in a couple weeks really i'm so excited i love elizabeth moss i don't know i think that it's like it's such a creative way of like you're gonna bring back like a classic movie updated killer with like by making it a modern horror movie i'm i'm really excited speaking for of trailers of great trailers in the heights god damn that's a great trailer that's a great trailer
0: um hey uh wes anderson has a new movie the french dispatch which is Star. Yeah. Co- he, it has everyone that you expect and then also sorcia and timothy chalamet fuck yeah i'm really excited for that um i i think it doesn't have sorcia no it does I, f- I think it, that the initial. Did she back out? Yeah, I, yeah, think, I think the initial. I, th- I think you're right. The initial cast list had her on there, and I feel like something happened. That would have been over the past month, because I'm reading something from like a month ago. Oh. Um, um, but that, I mean, either way, <laughs> it's going to be on the list is, of most Did Wes Anderson steal her away from <laughs> Greta?
1: <laughs> I think they're just homies. Um, hey, I'm thinking of ending things. Charlie Kaufman. Yeah, I'm, ready I'm, to, I'm ready to i'm ready to want to kill myself so let's go charlie kaufman um i'm really i'm really excited for mulan i hope that it's good um i'm really excited for no time to die give yeah. me all the billy eilish i'm i'm loving it um peter rabbit 2 the runaway jeez the oh, hunt no. for the big gooey strawberry yeah oh yeah bitch
0: <laughs> Uh, only real heads get that Uh, that Black Widow
1: which I might be seeing tomorrow I'm I'm going to a secret screener tomorrow which I can't even say what the movie is after I see it so I'm just going to make hints to you guys about what it is Um, I'm going to say that it's you're going to
0: get abducted by Disney if you say anything
1: probably Yeah. in
0: the same vein um, Eternals yeah guys
1: how have we not hot Kumail how have we not talked about F9 Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Dude, that trailer. Bananas. I they hook a car onto a rope and it swings across a
0: valley. Yeah. And I, then a dead character just walks in and everyone's like, "Welcome back." Mm-hmm. It's like Man.
1: Th- this guy was dead. I I'm so excited. I mean, he, they for the said movie. that
0: they would see him again yeah. in the song. Right. So, um I hate that I am a little excited for this but Apatow has a movie coming out uh, on in June that is about Pete Davidson and starring Pete Davidson. What's it called? Yeah, uh, King of Staten Island. Last time he did a movie with a polarizing comedian
1: that I wasn't fully in on. It
0: was Trainwreck, and that was a good movie. Yeah. So
1: coming out the same day as In the Heights is Top Gun: Maverick, which yeah. Ooh, I'm so excited! Give it the best picture now. Give Tom Cruise a fucking acting nomination. Um, free guy. No. No. Uh, oh, no. Mank. <laughs> it's Fortnite the movie. Mank? Mank. Gary I... Oldman,
0: David Fincher. Give it to me. Wonder Woman 1984?
1: I'm I'm curious about that. I'm, I
0: hope that's good. I'm a little worried that Fincher pacing-wise is going through a Scorsese-style arc, but where it, it took Scorsese 40 years to get that slow, uh, yeah. Fincher's like already there. <laughs> oh boy. I'm just a little worried. Um but, but there's a new Pixar movie coming out.
1: Are there souls? Is one of them 2021? It's Onward, oh, Onward, and God. Soul. Both of them are coming out. I don't know both, about Onward. Both
0: look promising, but Soul looks more promising yeah, to yeah. me. It's like a New Orleans Sam Jackson jazz, jazz thing mm-hmm. with like souls.
1: Um, the sequel to 2018's Halloween, Halloween Kills. Oh, that's this year? Yeah, it's this year, October oh, cool. 16th. That should be fun. I like it. Uh, the Eternals also comes out in November. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. Jacked Kumail. Um, Let's see what else we oh got Oh my god, here. Godzilla vs. Kong is still scheduled to come out this year. You know what's also scheduled
0: to come out this year? Cyborg. And it's coming out. No fucking
1: question about it <laughs> ray fisher i'm sorry buddy i don't think it's gonna happen Borg life i don't think it's coming out buddy it's it's coming oh, out guys coming to america too. coming to america eddie murphy Mm-mm. round two for an oscar with uh Wesley do you guys Snipes? like coming to america
0: i don't think i've ever seen it it's a
1: really good movie yeah i, like it.
0: I enjoyed it as a kid i haven't seen it in so long um But yeah, no, I mean, it's gonna be a good year. Like we have a lot of tentpole names as with every year. But like, you know, it's almost a cyclical thing where like the tentpoles uh, that made movies last year, they're taking the year off, they'll be back 2021 2022. And uh, the ones that made movies in twenty eighteen and twenty seventeen got one this year.
1: There's also a bunch of like smaller movies that are just now coming out, Sundance and stuff. Like I've heard amazing things about promising young women. Yeah. Um, I've heard great things. That's coming out in April. Um, there's another one that's uh I I'm blanking on the name of it, but it's starring it's Nicholas Braun is in it and it's about like the Twitter Zola. thread Zola. Yeah, a few A24 movies. Minari um, won the the Sundance Grand Prize. Yes, I'm so excited for Minari. Did, did we Give talk me about eight, more A24 horror movies? Did y'all bring up how
0: uh, Spike Lee has a Netflix movie this year? Yes, yeah, Spike yeah. Lee has a Netflix movie. I mean movie. Netflix is going to be pumping them out. So we'll see. Maybe that'll be, like, the marriage story or Irishman of the year. We don't know, like, yeah. what's going to be, like, their big They have one. Yeah, they have Anna de Armas playing Marilyn Monroe
1: in a biopic. Oh, also, I I got That's it mixed Netflix? up. Yeah. I got mixed up Minari and St. Maude. Very oh, different okay. A24 movies. But both of those coming out I'm excited oh, for. One other
0: big one. Edgar Wright is coming out with a movie this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's called Last Night in Soho. No idea what it's about, but it's uh, Edgar Wright. Baby Driver was fun, and he's really talented. Also, uh, one that's not going to be good, but it's just personal to me. Cats is, too. <laughs> uh, Artemis Fowl. Really loved those books as a kid. And really, have that have has that just been in like production hell? Yeah like it seems like they... it was such like an imaginative world those books and to see it brought to life is going to be really interesting but it seems like it should have gotten made a decade ago yeah exactly and the they released the teaser teaser and it just looks a very kind of eh, kind of average that's what they tend to be yeah uh also that eric andre movie that yes. trip that i'm sure. very excited yeah for. that's gonna be fucking crazy yeah um but that's it uh again dune is uh kinda taking that Star Wars slot at the very end of the year for the big, big, big movie.
1: So Wait, Avatar. No. Dude Guys, that's w- not heck! Avatar yes! is this year, right? No way. Is There's Avatar this no year or is way. Avatar next year? No, you're thinking of Cyborg. Oh, oh, of course. Of Borg course. Life. I thought that Avatar
0: was this year. It's been this year like the past <laughs> ten years. I don't think he's, I'm gonna, up. he's never going to finish that. I thought that it was scheduled
1: that. for this year, because right. then there's supposed to be one like 2022. Or, no, it's 2021. Never mind. Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: It, it's not going to come out next year. It's. I don't think it's ever going to come out. <laughs> the world will end before those movies Dude, he's, ever. he's
1: got to wait for technology to catch up with his vision. Yeah, yeah. It's the most pretentious thing I've ever heard anybody say in my life.
0: Do we? If you had to make a prediction as to which movie would be best would you go Dune or would you go Tenet Dune
1: okay J- Denis Villeneuve is like at the top of my list um, of my like I don't think he makes bad movies okay. Nolan does make some if- iffy movies Tenet I think has a higher floor than
0: weirdly okay. um for me at least it's not about Dune-
1: spice <laughs> Dune so.
0: is famously like unadaptable yeah, like grandiose and yeah. huge. And yeah.
1: Well, just remember, we did say that Blade Runner, it's impossible to make a sequel to and that. And we did though. it. So I think that Denis Villeneuve also, is amazing. That cast, yeah. that fucking cast Timmy. is incredible. You, we thought
0: we were in Timmy season. Me, me and my girlfriend, but, uh, Allison, have been on a Timmy binge the past uh, few days. That kid is Fucking good. Rewatched yeah. uh calling by Your Name." Really, he is oh man, unbelievable in that fucking yeah. movie. Oh my god, and he's just getting
1: fucking started. Yeah. That yeah. tracksuit last night. What the fuck? That white button-up and a track He like, looked like an Italian soccer club <laughs> tracksuit so, on top of
0: it. <laughs> here's here's the thing about Timmy. <laughs>
1: I guess I just um, don't know fashion.
0: Well, it's more it's it's the same thing as Billie Eilish, where he actually is dressing himself uh which is it's more rare than you would even imagine it's like 95 of of these people have a stylist if that probably more um so he's dressing himself and i like it because i don't care for the fits he goes with but men are so constricted to tuxedos at these fucking things and it's so goddamn boring Like, it's truly so – like, Mulaney wore a blue tux to the Emmys and everyone was talking about it just because it was blue. Yeah. You know, like, wear something different. You know, he's doing something. Jonathan Price dress as the Pope.
1: One of them. Pick one. You got two. I do – I have a question for you guys. If you have to make a prediction right now, and we will come back and pull up this podcast to see who is the most right, what wins Best Picture in 2020? Uh, Probably uh, something we haven't even heard of. I'll say West Side Story. Oh, I didn't even put that on my list. Shit. Um, I think that we'll go safe again. I think that we're going to have a cycle where we have... What about Mank?
0: That's on the board. Mank,
1: I think that might win Best Director. I mean, we'll see how it goes if it's like very... Because I think that we're going to reach a cycle where there is a wild out there pick like a Moonlight or a Parasite. And then there is a classically Oscar-baity film like A Shape of Water. And then a like let's just have a good time at the movies and uh, yeah. forget about Down the problems the that we have like green book. We're going to have this cycle of movies oh, every year. A last
0: one that isn't going to get best picture, but I'm excited for is Zola. Did y'all yeah. mention yeah. that? Yeah. Zola. Yeah. Briefly. That's the Twitter thread one. Yeah. Cause I was around for that Twitter thread and it is absolutely nutty. Like go, I almost don't want to tell you to read it because there will just be a movie you can watch, but yeah. it's absolutely fucking nuts. Uh, it's going to be like hustlers on cocaine. Which Was already on cocaine. Can we have a tw- uh, movie on a Donald Trump Twitter thread? Oh, yeah, that could own the libs.
1: It could be like a searching or one of those movies that just takes place like on a computer screen. Yeah. It's just Donald Trump tweeting things
0: and everyone's eyes just bleed out and explode. That could be oh, good. Boy. We have ideas here, too. Yeah, all right. Well, thanks for listening to this week's episode of We Bought a Mike. Again, I mentioned this last week, but if you didn't listen, the show is now hosted on anchor.fm slash Mic, so you can find all other episodes on there. And if you want to listen to old episodes, you can go on my website, Uh, because only the past 100 episodes are on Anchor, uh, and we're up to 160 of these bad boys. So yeah, check us out, leave us a review, follow us on social media, let us know your feedback, thoughts. Um, I did want to shout out one of our, our Twitter guys. Yeah, I was, I was about it? to give him out We here. have a
1: fan. I don't have the full thing in front of me, but shout out to Brian Adams. Um, Hell yeah. Residing uh, somewhere. I don't know where this man lives, but yeah, he, uh, he reached out to us. Out and, there repping. Yeah. We would send you merch if we had any. Uh, we'll get stickers made and give us your address, Brian, and we'll send you a sticker or a magnet. He says uh, we bought a mic is catnip.
0: So mm-hmm. we have the highest endorsement there uh, yeah. from the, the Jellicle yeah, Choice. Yeah, he just
1: watched Cats and <laughs> was just like, this was my Cats.
0: Yeah. He got sprinkled with some mystery powder from Taylor Swift, and now he's in the heavy side layer. So shout out to you, Brian. Um, no. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. We
1: love you. Bye-bye. Bye.